Welcome to the Empowerment Radio Show, the show that empowers, inspires, and motivates. Hear from experts in all areas of business as they share proven techniques that have helped them earn millions and have more free time. Learn the tricks of the trade, including how to market your business and develop the million-dollar mindset needed to succeed. Be sure to register for more information at torontowomensexpo.com. Use hashtag EWTS, which is short for Empowering Women to Succeed. Now, let's welcome the host of the Empowerment Radio Show, Randy Goodman. Hello, everyone. This is Randy here with the Empowerment Radio Show, and I have an incredible guest all the way from L.A., Jeff Carlisle. He is an international entrepreneur who is creating change on the planet and helping people create better lives. I'm looking forward to hearing what Jeff has to say. Please, Jeff, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, it's an honor to have you, and I'm excited to learn all about you and share with our audience. So uh, before we get into the nitty-gritty of everything, can you tell us a little bit about you and your upbringing? Yeah, I uh, I was raised in Iowa um, in a very strict uh, upbringing, went to private schools, and um, was basically kind of taught that, you know, you need to be conservative, you need to be, um, not take so many risks, um, you know, the concept of getting a good uh, paying position in a good corporation seemed to be the overwhelming concept, although my dad was a, an entrepreneur who owned his own company, it was kind of taught to us that, you know, you need to be very, very, very conservative and there was a certain line of thinking that took place. It was, you know, the good, uh, great place to be from. It was great in character. Integrity was a very big thing that was taught and, um, you know, treating other people nicely. So I was brought up in a, in a, you know, kind of a strict Midwestern United States upbringing, which is essentially very, very conservative. Okay, awesome. And what did you study in school? What was your passion? You know, I, um, I always gravitated towards people. I, I was a people person at a er- very early age. And in school, um, I studied marketing um, with minors in statistics and economics. And my, my push for those things that I was kind of moving in the direction for with my studies was all related to marketing with the concept of, you know, mass marketing. I, I was always fascinated with how certain companies or certain um, products were able to reach the mass markets in a very big way. Um, and, you know, I guess I would say I would become fascinated with, you know, as early as high school with um, the different segments of population and culture on the planet and how they functioned, how they operated, what tied all of us together um, and also what separated the different cultures and both business and personally. So most of the studying was, you know, on a, on a large scale, statistics, economics, marketing, things that had uh, more of a global view than a, uh, a smaller, you know, just U.S. only view. Awesome. And what 
led you to what you do today? What was the transition there? Wow, that's a, that's a great question. You know, um, when I was in college, I had gone through a, a period um, of growth, I would say, that um, you know, it was quite unexpected. I was fortunate to be a, uh, you know, a, an A student in high school. Um, I had some offers to go to some medium-sized schools where the academic scholarships would be provided. Um, in my youth and in my, in my uh, naivete, I, I kind of wanted to go where my friends were going, which was a Big Ten school. And so I went to that school, and um, my father had told me, you know, as long as you maintain your A average, you know, I'll pay for your tuition and everything. But if you don't, I'm not going to. And essentially what happened was um, I got caught up in the, my first year of college thinking that it was going to be the same as, as high school, and so I really didn't study. In high school, I really didn't have to study. And so my grades reflected it. I did not get straight A's. I got a mix. And my dad kept his word, and he, you know, he stopped paying my tuition, and I didn't plan on that. So I suddenly found right. myself with, I suddenly found myself without, you know, without the money to be able to finish out the second semester of my freshman year. Um, it, you know, I, I was kind of a situation where my mother didn't have the money. Um, I was too, I guess, proud to tell my friends my financial struggles. And I literally had uh, come to a place where I, you know, didn't tell anybody, but I had to go through um, trash cans to pick up the, the Pepsi cans or the Mountain Dew or whatever the soft drink was because in Iowa you got five cents for every can. So I literally would go around, collect cans throughout the day in between classes, take them back, and if it was a big day, I'd get a frozen pizza, um, but usually it was something like, you know, a soup or uh, maybe some potato chips. And I, I was surviving like that for a few months, and then a company had come to campus to recruit for door-to-door um, -door sales for the summer, where they talked about, you know, being able to earn a decent amount of money for the summer. Typically, I went to work for my father in his construction company in the summer, but I I essentially didn't want to do that. I was a little bit upset that he had done that, even though, you know, obviously it was my own doing. Um, at the time, I didn't quite see the big picture. And so I went into the door-to-door -door sales. Um, after four days of training, um, which was, you know, very short and abrupt, um, I ended up selling uh, in Cincinnati, Ohio, in the western suburbs. And what had happened was the first week I had a, a just a, you know, challenging week. I mean, people were shutting the doors in my face. I was questioning what I was doing out there. And, you know, I really questioned a lot of things, and I was kind of left alone to my own thoughts. Um, the second week, they announced that they were going to do a special award for, you know, the person who sold the most books was going to get a special plaque for, uh, for Father's Day that was upcoming. And, of course, mm -hmm. I wanted to prove to my dad that I was going to be successful. And something happened in that, in that moment. Um, I made a decision that I was going to get that plaque because I, hmm. I had an emotional desire to prove to my father that I was going to be successful. And it was a deep one. And so in that moment of decision, 
I wasn't concerned about the fact that it was my second week out there. I wasn't concerned about that it was over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. I wasn't thinking about people shutting their doors or saying no. I wasn't thinking about anything. In right. fact, I wasn't even concerned about how I was going to do it. In my mind, emotionally and mentally, it was done. It was just a, right. it was a done, done deal. And the craziest thing happened that week. I mean, I had just – it was effortless. Uh, so, many, so many people were opening doors. They were calling their friends saying, hey, you've got to talk to Jeff. I had two people loan me their cars, complete strangers that I just met loaning their keys to their cars <laughs> to be able to use because I was walking, you know, hours. And I sold a tremendous number of books. I mean, I mean, it was like 10 times what I sold the first week. And I got the plaque. And wow. that, that put me on my path where I realized I had tapped into some energy. I realized that I had tapped into something. I didn't know what it was but I realized that there was something greater than me that was coming into effect that, that changed everything. I, you know, I wasn't doing anything different, but obviously I, something about it was different, which got me the results. And that put me mm-hmm. on a path of studying a lot about ancient um, teachings from different civilizations, uh, from looking at all the different um, religious teachings that have been passed down through the generations. And what I found was, through the process of trying to figure out what that was, I ended up getting clarity um, in a very big way. And it led me to quantum physics, and it led me to understanding how we interact with our world, how we interact with our thinking and our belief system, and how that has an impact on the results that we get. And that, that really put me on my path to lead me to pretty much everything I've done to date. Wow. So that is quite incredible, and it's amazing how, uh, you know, the mindset can be so powerful when you actually make a decision that something's going to happen. You can make it happen, right? Uh, So please tell us about the business that you have today. Well, that led me to, you know, a number of businesses. You know, I I went into – one corporate situation when I had moved out to California, you know, uh, in my early 20s, and I used these same principles that I was discovering to essentially create a whole new market for the company. I was just supposed to take phone calls and take orders, um, and I ended up taking and using that and creating a whole new market that they hadn't even thought of for 75 years, and it opened up, you know, tremendous amount of sales for that company. And I realized at that point that I, you know, was, was wanting to own my own businesses and I wanted to be free to be able to live the lifestyle that I wanted. So I went into a number of businesses. I went into um, real estate in my early 20s. I used the same principles that I was learning and applied them and went from literally no experience and no mentoring to becoming one of the top agents for one of the top country, uh, companies in the country at the time, the sixth largest real estate company. I became a top agent. Um, I then went into the network marketing space and broke a number of records and built one of the largest groups, in, uh, which is, I guess you could say, arguably one of the largest companies in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I used it for my consulting business, my coaching business, um, I used it to create a trading company that was based in Geneva, Switzerland. 
Um, so a number of entrepreneurial things. But right now what I really am focused on is over the last 30 years, I have really come to understand how our consciousness, how our belief system um, that is formed at a very, very early age ends up affecting everything. It ends up, you know, we're running patterns in our life. Everything in the universe is built on patterns. And there are certain things that we find in our life, whether it's in business or personal relationships, that continue to happen over and over and over. And we notice that it's a similar situation, but we don't know how to get out of it. And mm-hmm. my, my studies of what happened to me when I was selling door-to-door through you know, all of the studies of ancient civilizations and scriptures, through the studies of quantum physics, I've, over the last 30 years I've now come to really understand not only what that is, what that energy was, and how to, how to create it and how to interact with it to be able to do and create whatever it is we want in our life. But I also realized through my network marketing that I was able to help teach other people how to do the same thing, how to get past what was stopping them, um, tap into this energy that's available to all of us, tap into this. And I, and I know everybody's experienced it before. I mean, everybody's been in a situation where they've made an emotional decision that something had to happen. And mm-hmm. once they got into the right frame of mind inside themselves, absence of fear, um, everybody's seen this happen in their own life where miraculous things happen, we meet people, things fall into place almost magically, and then we get what we want. So now I'm currently, you know, I have a coaching business and a consulting business that's international among some other businesses, but that's really my passion, that's really my focus. So I'm, I'm basically helping um, individuals and companies understand um, the things that may be stopping the people within those organizations or individuals and help them see it, help them shift past it, and then be able to stay in a place inside themselves mentally and emotionally where they can consistently tap into this energy. Wow, that's phenomenal. And it's so many years of learning. It's it's not an easy or quick evolution. And uh, I know... Some people may take this for granted or even question why do people study these areas for so long? You know, how much more is there to learn? But there's just so much information that you can be packing in in order to really, truly understand. You said over the course of 30 years, uh, you know, all the information that you had gathered and experienced yourself brought you to this place, which is phenomenal. Obviously, this was a natural progression for you in all the experiences that you've had in your life to take you to this place where, uh, you know, you're such an expert at it yourself that now you can help others uh, achieve the same success by, uh, you know, succeeding in these certain areas that will give them lifelong, uh, you know, positive successes. Yeah, it's really interesting. You know, it's kind of um, the best way I can describe it is, you know, we all interact with our environment. We, you know, a lot of people think that they go through life and life just kind of happens to them. 
and mm-hmm. all we can do as human beings is just kind of sit back and watch, right? Right, um, right. But that's, but that's not actually the case. We actually, mm-hmm. and it's been proven now through quantum physics, we actually are co-creating. We're actually interacting with everything that we see in our lives. If you picture it, our life is just kind of like a movie, and we're the author of the script. We wrote the script, and we're consistently writing the script, we're directing the movie, and we're acting in it at the same time. And it's really a matter of shining the light on those parts of ourselves that may be stopping us that we're not aware. You know, most of the unconscious beliefs that are formed get formed before we're even six to eight years old, before we've even Mm -hmm. developed that cognitive logical part of our brain. So we have so many things that we interpreted and accepted as truth or fact that we either watched our parents say or do or just from, you know, growing up we interpreted these things and then we accepted them as fact and then now we're going out and we're kind of writing our stories over and over and over again based on those beliefs that we're not even aware of. So it's kind of about shining the light on what we don't know we don't know that's driving our results or driving our behavior or driving our reality and then once you do that you have the choice and the freedom to be able to you know control your thoughts and your feelings and and your intention to create something new love it absolutely love it so you've got a lot of experience you've been studying all sorts of different realms around this topic for a very long time i know you have encountered a bunch of challenges that people have faced. Can you share some of those challenges with us? Yes. Um, And, you know, it's interesting. I have been fortunate enough to be led to understanding these things and to be able to help people with them. And I've helped people, you know, from every walk of life, from every socioeconomic background or level of success. So I've I've worked with people who are financially independent. I've worked with people who are struggling week to week. And it always comes back to several things, one of which is um, one of the biggest challenges that people face, and I face, you know, as well. Um, I've gotten stronger and stronger in being able to deal with it, but it is – it is when you have certain circumstances that you are seeing in your life right in front of you, and it's all very, very real, and you could touch it, you could point to it, and everybody would agree that that's what's going on. It's currently happening. The challenge that everybody faces is to be able to not get attached to the specific events or circumstances that you're encountering right now, but to be able to, inside yourself, stay in the place with your imagination, your thoughts, your feelings, and your belief of the outcome that you really want. So it's kind of the challenge is to not be affected by what you're coming up against in your present circumstances, but to be able to be inside yourself and hold your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs in a certain way with your imagination that will carry you through that because it's really what we're thinking, feeling, and believing that has the greatest impact, science has now proven, on what's happening in our current circumstances. And what I find is no matter who it is, 
everybody has something in their past that they don't even remember typically that is forming thought patterns, which is forming patterns of results in their life. And, you know, whether you're, you know, making a tremendous amount of money, you're still in a pattern. You're just in a pattern of making a lot of money. But a lot of times I see people making a lot of money that don't have the right environments that they want in their personal relationships or vice versa. But at the end of the day, every single person that being a human being, the way our brain works is whatever beliefs we have, again, most of them formed before we're even six years old, sitting in our unconscious, in our unconscious mind. Now, 90% of all of our thoughts and beliefs are in our unconscious, so we're not even aware of them. But whatever those beliefs are, there's a part of the brain called the reticular activating system. And it's basically the filter that filters out information into your brain. And the way it's programmed, the way it works and functions, it will, the reticular activating system will go out and find evidence or find results or people or circumstances that match your belief system. So essentially, the best way I can give you this example is, I think this may have happened to, to you, Randy, it's happened to me and maybe mm-hmm. some other people, which is, I remember the first time I wanted to go out and get a specific car. It was a convertible Mercedes. And I really, the moment I made that decision, I wanted that car. And the moment I decided that it might be possible, I went down to the dealership and I test drove it. And it's, I thought it was a unique car because I really hadn't seen too many of them. And as mm-hmm. soon as I left the lot, all of a sudden I look around, and everywhere I looked was that specific model of car. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's not that they magically showed up. They were always all over Los Angeles. I just wasn't <laughs> focused on them. Right. I just didn't see them. And so what happens is the moment that I believed it was possible, the moment that I emotionally was intended on it, my brain started to look for evidence and find that in my environment. And that it goes towards relationships. I mean, sometimes I did this myself in the past. You know, sometimes we could have a number of people around us and our brain is programmed to only focus on whatever matches what we believe. So if we have a low self-worth, a low self-image, which most of us have some degree, and we don't feel great about ourselves in certain ways, we will actually only look for and find magically focus on the person that matches that low self-esteem or low self-worth, even if there's Mm -hmm. 10 other people in the room. So Mm -hmm. it's a very, very powerful part of our brain. It dictates everything that we focus on, everything that we put our energy into so we could have great opportunities around us and we won't even see them if we don't believe we deserve them so it's it's very powerful and and literally once you go back and you start uncovering what the original beliefs are and what that original filter was set to and you carry it through your life you then will see a direct correlation you're going to see that your life is consistently showing up and you're finding the, the people and the circumstances and the results that match those original beliefs. And as soon as you do that, there's a, there's a very simple process to shift them. As an adult, you can choose different beliefs after you l- release those. 
and you're going to start finding different circumstances literally immediately. I've had people who had things start happening within days. Oh, I totally agree with you. And I, I see the I'm very well aware of the progression in my own life where I started to even get rid of best friends around me who were too negative or other people that were too negative and start to surround yourself with the people who lift you up or the positive people or the positive energy or people who uh, may have succeeded in things that you want to learn from them, right? Where you all of yeah. a sudden notice an incredible shift in who you're surrounding yourself with, who your friends are, um, you know, and you're not always getting rid of um, some of the negative or more negative ones. You may not totally get rid of them, but you definitely see a huge shift in getting rid of those toxic people or toxic things in your life. And of course, not everybody goes through this, right? But for those of you who do go through this, you know exactly what we're talking about is there's a monster shift in even your success and your happiness and the wonderful things you have around you are all because of this major shift. And I know for me, it was a very conscious effort. It was conscious. All of a sudden, I realized, oh my goodness, I don't want these people around me. I can't listen to this one more minute. (laughs) You know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, because you know everything works on energy. It's all on. You know, if you go into science and look at it, everything is has a vibration to it. And when you know, you hear how people say, you know, I didn't like their vibe. Well, it's literally, you, you don't match with someone's vibration. You could feel that they're, you know, you don't, you just all of a sudden you don't feel good around them. So exactly. as everything works energetically, when, once you go back and you realize and you identify the areas in your life, the decisions that were made, the emotions that you still have stored from when you were young, those, those emotions in your unconscious that keep you locked into those belief patterns, once you go back and you release that, you know, everything changes. And it's really funny. You, you hit on something right there. You said about being happy. And I just had a conversation with a client of mine, and we were talking, and, you know, she said, you know, it's, it's amazing. There's so many unhappy, successful people. Mm-hmm. And it's because getting the things that you think you want ultimately don't make you happy. You know, right. what, what typically – people don't realize is we're carrying all kinds of emotions that we're not even aware of from when we were little, whether Mm -hmm. it's some fear or whether it's sadness or whether it's some things we didn't understand. And so we, you know, we're upset with our parents that we, we don't even remember being upset, but we were, and it stayed with us. And we carry like luggage, we carry all these old decisions, beliefs, and emotions forward into our adult life. And, you know, we could achieve certain things and, and get happy for a minute, but then we go right back to our residual baggage, right? Our, our luggage mm-hmm. of emotions, right. beliefs, and decisions. And we wonder why we just don't feel happy. And really, it's when you're able to release these old emotions, these old beliefs, these old um, decisions that were made by this young child when you're able to clear that and release that, literally, you feel lighter. 
you feel like, you know, a sense of uh, like you're floating kind of. And mm-hmm. it's funny, my friends in Los Angeles, a lot of them called me Happy Jeff. <laughs> and I, I said, why do you guys call me Happy Jeff? And they said, because you're always so happy. You know, it's just like we don't get it. Why are you so happy? And it's because I've gone through this process. You know, I was, I was fortunate enough in my late 20s to be led to a woman who ended up mentoring me. She was considered, you know, one of the top experts in helping people shift their patterns. And, and she completely changed my life in that regard because once I started to just do simple work like this, um, everything changed. The, the mm-hmm. relationships I was attracting, the friendships I was attracting, uh, the level of consciousness, the results in my life, everything. That's fantastic. And then I, got, and then I became happy. <laughs> you became happy. It was just like that. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds so simple. So obviously it's not simple. This is a process. And I know for me, it's, uh, you know, at least 18 years that I've been aware of that this process has been going on for me. And, you know, and you've been doing it for 30 years or so. Um, and I'm not aging you. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aging me too, but it's all good. Uh, but, Jeff, what can you tell our audience to help them? Because they say, okay, that's great, that's wonderful. Yes, I'd love to be in that place, but are there any things that they can do or implement right now that can help them, you know, start the journey to find that place? Yeah, you know, there's a number of exercises that I have clients do. I would say one of the most simplistic that everybody could do right now is take a piece of paper or a pad of paper and sit down with a pen and kind of start thinking about what have you seen happen more than one time in your life? What's something that's happened more than once? For example... A lot of times I have clients who they've been in relationships and there's certain similarities in those relationships. For example, um, I have a, a friend who's also a client in Dubai and she had just emailed me last week and I told her to do this same exercise, which is, you know, what do you see happening more than once? And in her case, she realized that in every male relationship she had, she saw a kind of a pattern that she never knew how they felt about her. She was always second-guessing. She never felt like she, you know, they never expressed how they felt. So mm-hmm. that, that, I helped her identify that as a pattern. So what you want to do is you want to you just make a list. Anything that you kind of see, whether it's personal relationships, whether it's finances, whether it's um, experiences with family, it could be anything in your life, that you've seen similar happen more than one time. And just list those out. So, you know, it might be that, um, you know, I, I get some money in and I start to feel like I'm getting ahead and then I get a bill from, you know, the IRS out of nowhere that wants me to pay something or all of a sudden something breaks and then I, all of a sudden I'm broke again. It's like something that is so simple but it may be happening more than once. And write those down and start to take a look at what you see reoccurring in your life. At that point, what you can do is you can look backwards towards, you know, if you're writing out these 
looking forward in the future and everything that's happened up to present day, take a look back and see if you could figure out the very first time that this started. Like the very first time for my friend in Dubai, the very first time that she was in a relationship where she had a guy who she wasn't sure how he felt. And mm-hmm. identify that and figure out the earliest time you could see and remember because what you're identifying now is a pattern that's running in your life. In her case, I immediately asked, what was your relationship with your dad, which I already knew the answer for her, and it was exactly that. So what had happened was as a little girl, she had interpreted her interaction with her father, how she was getting love and everything else, um, a certain way, formed some beliefs around it, and now she was attracting men over and over and over again in her life, those are the ones she was attracted to that were similar to her father. They were not expressive. That was a mm-hmm. pattern. So you can identify what's happening more than once, and then you can kind of look back to, towards the original incident or the first time you remember having that experience and look for any decision that you made around that initial experience. What were the decisions you made? You know, mm-hmm. maybe, it's, maybe it's, you know, they don't love, men don't love me in her case, men don't love me, um, or they, they won't tell me they love me, or I'm not lovable. She had a number of decisions that she made as a little girl that has now set this pattern in motion. And if you go back and you look at those original decisions, you will find that even if you don't remember it right away, you're going to find some key moments of decision and which set forth your belief system in a particular way, and that can help you start to unravel the pattern or unravel the string that's wound so tight that keeps you stuck in that pattern. Does that make sense? Well, yep, total sense. Absolutely. And I know, uh, you know, a, a, a lot of us have looked back on our lives and seen, you know, well, it seems like I never finish anything. You know, I don't finish this and I don't finish that. Or, um, you know, where did you break that pattern? Or, you know, like your friend finding relationships in her life where they're very similar to her dad, not showing affection, not showing, uh, you know, wonderful things that we would like to see. And constantly, but then when do you break that, you know, or have you broken it or how do you break it? You know, like it's, it's a whole journey. I guess the very first step is what you're saying, make the list and let's become aware, right? Let's become aware of what these patterns are, what has been going on in our lives and try to find similarities there so that we have a basis to go on and say, okay, these are the things that have been kind of repeating in our lives. Now I see a pattern. Now how do I change that pattern, right? Or There's, what do I need yeah, to do? Yeah, well, once, once you identify the pattern, and if you sit down and do this exercise, you're going to see it. It becomes very clear. I mean, you're going to see things that happen not just once or twice, but have been happening your whole life and keep repeating themselves like a, you know, a cycle. And when you go back and you start looking at some of the earlier times you had that experience, you start looking at the, maybe some of the decisions you made, some of the emotions you might have been feeling at that time, now you're getting to the core beginning of your beliefs, your, your unconscious beliefs. 
there's a simple process that is very quick that people can go through. Um, you, need the, you need to do it with someone else. It's an exercise you have to do with someone else. It's kind of a, a, a little step-by-step process, but there's a simple process you can do and an exercise you can do where literally once you do it, you're actually releasing the emotion um, from, that's been anchored and you are literally letting go of that decision that you made. And for the first time, you now have power of choice in your life. And so it's, a, it's, it's actually a very simple process, but it's something that you kind of have to walk you through. Um, with, my, with my clients, I mean, I, I take them through this process in a matter of a very short period of time, and, and they start seeing results literally, again, one, three days, things start happening. That's incredible. That's, uh, that's fantastic. So I'm sure if people want to know more about that, they can find that on your website. Yeah, um, absolutely. If they, you know, if people would want to know more about that, absolutely. And you know, there's information on my site about uh, how this works. Um, in fact, um, one of the things because you've been so generous in having me on and and you know having this conversation, which I'm obviously really passionate about helping people with this. Um, absolutely, you know, my pleasure. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I'm basically going to make available um, for your listeners a, you know, kind of a free training on this that they can wow. just watch, watch at their convenience that will actually walk them through the, the process we're talking about and, you know, talk more about the filter, the reticular activating system, how it works in our life, and help them start to identify these patterns in their life. So I wanted to be able to offer that for, for you having me. Well, that's fabulous. Thank you, Jeff. That's wonderful because I'm sure that uh, everybody out there is excited. I'm excited to uh, to get it myself. So that's pretty awesome. Thank you for offering that. You're very welcome. It's my pleasure. So what website would they go to to find this information plus any other information that you have available? Yeah, you can go to www the mindsetmastermind.com that's www.themind as in dog s e t mastermind m a s t e r m i n d.com the mindsetmastermind.com that's amazing. Well, I'm really excited to see this information and uh, and go through it myself because I've never actually written everything down. I've been very conscious of it and, you know, seeing all the different things in my life, but I haven't actually written them down. I'd, you know, love to go through that process too. So that would be wonderful. And thank you for offering that. Yeah. You know, and it, it, you know, on this process, there's, there's two steps to shifting in your life. You know, the first is awareness. You need to become aware of the mechanisms and how these things were formed and how they're affecting these patterns. And then the second is you need to have a release. You need to physically um, and mentally release what you are holding on to. So the first step is awareness. The second step is the release. But it's actually something, you know, I I believe that I was led to this path and, and you know, my mentor and this journey to be able to help massive amounts of people, which I've been committed to, I made a commitment to my mentor that I was 
you know, she had changed my life in so many ways that I was going to be committed to helping as many people as possible on the planet. And throughout all these years that I've been learning this, um, I've been blessed to be able to take all this information over 30 years and just put it down into a very succinct set of exercises so that it's a progressive step-by-step process. But once you go through step-by-step, I get the same results with every single person. It doesn't matter what their background is. It doesn't matter what country they're in. It doesn't matter what language they speak. It's the same kind of shift for every single person. Love it. Absolutely love it. And I love the fact that you've dedicated your life now to helping others achieve the same successes that you've had and the happiness. I'm talking about, you know, inner happiness and inner successes, although you've had them, uh, you know, worldwide as well. But, you know, really, truly and passionately helping other people to get to that same place and giving them the tools to get there because, you know, some of us don't even realize that we're there, but there's so many people stuck or they can't figure out why they can't get to the next level or have any success in their life, but they're brilliant, they're smart, and they've got potential and all this wonderful stuff, and they don't get it that there might be something holding them back, and it could be themselves, right? We're our own worst enemies sometimes, right? (laughs) Well, yeah, you know, once you understand how our brain works, how this filter works, and how we're programmed to, you know, look for evidence of what we believe to be true, once you understand that, you're going to see it throughout every area of your life. You're going to see how it's affecting everything. You know, it's almost like this. It's like, um, you know, driving a car, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's great to say, okay, well, there's a car, and then, you know, we keep going through life. But if you, you know, you keep walking through life, if you will. But if you were able to get behind the the wheel of the car and have someone teach you how the car works so that Mm -hmm. you can drive it, how much farther, how much faster, what places could you go in that car that you couldn't go by walking? And it's really that simple. It's, it's, It's showing you the vehicle that if you just see the simplicity of how it operates, you can go anywhere with it. So it's, it's really, really amazing stuff. Well, I love it, and I can't wait to learn more from you. That's awesome. And please go to Jeff's website, themindsetmastermind.com, and connect with him there. See what other info and programs, what else you're up to, but get that freebie that Jeff offered you because that's unbelievable and i'm sure jeff will stay in contact with you once you've signed up and uh, i know that you guys can have incredible success with your lives just by learning from jeff here on the phone jeff it's been such an honor to talk to you wow you're such a wealth of information i love it thank you so much oh it's my pleasure you know it's it's um it's really an honor and, and, you know, to be able to be able to help people. And I'm really, you know, honored to be on your show. I know your intention and what you're doing in the world is really wanting to empower as many people as possible. And a lot of times it's easy for people to come on and listen to a great show like you have and not really realize the impact that you're making on the world. So I, I'm honored to be on your show, and I thank you for you personally uh, having me. 
and what you're doing in the world to help people. So thank you. Well, thank you, Jeff. I'm, I'm humbled. Thank you so much. And uh, for everybody out there, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to this podcast. And please remember to subscribe and share and write a positive review. But if you'd also like to make a comment or share an experience or whatnot about the topic today, please do that on iTunes or on the website as well, because we'd love to hear from you guys. So thank you again, and thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Randy. Thank you for listening to the Empowerment Radio Show. Want more empowerment from Randy Goodman? Stay up to date and follow Randy on Twitter at Randy Connects. That's Randy with an I. Remember to use hashtag EWTS, which is short for Empowering Women to Succeed. Or visit TorontoWomensExpo.com. Thank you.